0: Head to my website, SimonMundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy.
1: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
0: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons with me, Simon Mundy, in which we revisit a nugget from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. Are you one of those people who has a tracker to keep tabs on things like your sleep and your calorie count? We are increasingly obsessed with data and tracking, and we are also increasingly out of touch with the signals coming from our own bodies. Christy Ashwanden is an award-winning journalist, a lifetime athlete and pro-Nordic skier, and the author of the fascinating book called Good to Go: What the Athletes in All of Us Can Learn from the Strange Science of Recovery. During our conversation, Christy really emphasized the importance of getting in touch with our bodies and learning how they feel, as well as really learning to heed the signals they're giving us. She also spoke about recognizing that it can seem like there's a never-ending pressure to be productive. But actually, we need to learn to switch off and be with our bodies and minds without distraction. It's the key to recovery, relaxation and vital for a life well lived.
1: Yeah, There's this idea out there that numbers are more reliable than than subjective measures. And, you know, I think some of this reflects the fact that you know we do trust science and that that's a good thing but we have this idea that something that is objective that can be measured with a number is more true or more accurate than something that is is you know just a subjective thing um, but in, in looking at this it's so interesting it turns out i mean researchers have spent a lot of energy and time looking for some magic metric that will be sort of the number that tells you your recovery status and in fact a lot of sports watches now do have an algorithm who that will produce a score for this. Um, I've tried a lot of them out and they're okay. But what I found is that they never tell me anything I don't know. And the things that really stand out for me are the times when they're just wildly off. So they're wildly off enough times that it just feels like an unreliable thing to put, you know, all of your credence in. But when you think about this, it sort of makes sense because any sort of measure that you're going to be looking at that's going to have a number um, is going to be just one aspect. I mean, recovery is a really um, vast sort of thing. There are a lot of things that are happening in your body for you to be totally recovered. You need to be getting enough sleep. Your nutrition needs to be you know, on par. You need to um, you know, have this muscle damage and things like this. Um, under under control. Um, and then the other thing that I think really came out in my research is just the importance of life stress. And that's something that is hard to measure with a number, but we know, I mean, there's vast amounts of, of research and, and talking to coaches, they all know this too, that life stress, is a huge factor in how well people recover. If you're experiencing a lot of stress in your life, um, that's stressing your body. And so you can take a quote unquote rest day. But if that day is filled with life stress, um, trouble at work, trouble at home, your body's not actually resting. You know, it's still under this stress. It's still um, experiencing this stress. So it's not going to make a full recovery.
0: And it's hard to keep track on on the stress in our bodies and our minds if we're not in tune with ourselves as well.
1: Yeah, and that's why, you know, the very best measure of, of how you're doing is actually to just ask, how are you feeling? Um, it turns out that psychological measures really trump physiological measures when it comes to uh, looking at recovery status, particularly when they're tracking athletes sort of with an eye to prevent overtraining. Um, athletes who are starting to become overtrained, become moody, they may be depressed, Um you may find that uh, their friends or teammates will say, yeah, they're they're really starting to be difficult, a pain in the butt. Um, So those are really good signs, but they're things that you can't measure with a number.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, And it seems like an easy question, you know, how are you or how do I feel? And we've got a real habit over
1: here. Complicated, but it's a really great way of doing this, of sort of being with yourself, um, but also of reducing stress, which again, this goes back to this idea that, you know, you're not going to really optimize recovery unless you're, you're figuring out some sort of plan for managing stress. And everyone needs, you know, some sort of plan in their life for dealing with stress because we can't eliminate it. You know, we're just living in a time when that's impossible, that um, you need to find some sort of, you know, ongoing way of dealing with it on a daily basis. Mm. And meditation is great for that.
0: Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Life Lessons podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, please do feel free to drop me an email via my website, SimonMundy.com. And just a reminder that my full-length conversations are now back. They're out every Monday morning.